experienced in these blackouts, blackouts, stretches of time that you can't account for. Welcome back, everybody, to another Lost Log. Today, we are joined by our very special guest and dear friend, Mr. Nicholas Harris himself. Nick, how are you doing today? hey oh, pretty good. Uh, you're on the mic with Nick. <laughs> For the listeners... Should have workshopped that first, We huh? spent about 20 minutes beforehand trying to figure <laughs> out Nick's whole audio situation so that we could get him on. And uh, I, 20 minutes so we could start <laughs> off with Ayo. <laughs> And tough. Nick doesn't even know this. On the mic with Nick, Nick. Nick doesn't know this. Maybe I'll put this up on Patreon or something. Mason did a whole bit while Nick was trying to figure <laughs> out of an old man. You like, weren't supposed to tell him that. It was too it funny. Is, we should say. It was we should me. say happy birthday. It is Nick's birthday. Is it today. actually your birthday, Nick? It is my birthday today. No yeah. fucking way. Are you serious? 20, yeah. 26. He's 26. 26, 26 years, years old. Yep. Wow. Yep. 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 Fantastic. You look... A solid 23. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sound that uh, yeah. too, don't yeah. I? Yeah. Yes. Look, wow. sound, everything about you screams 23-year-old. Yeah. Like Except the fact your actual that you age, which is 26. <laughs> <laughs> everything about you screams 26-year-old. Like the fact that you didn't know that your MacBook had a headphone jack <laughs> on. <laughs> that I'm using uh, Safari instead of Chrome and Firefox. 20 Actually, minutes. Chrome was my third choice. 20 minutes I, just for us to discover that he was using the wrong web uh, browser. I did do, Jose is correct, I did a very funny bit while you were doing that, where I went like this and went... Like he put his glasses down and it was It like, was very, it was very funny. It was, it was very, but very anyway, amusing. Uh, nice, Mason. Real nice. So, today, we are going to be talking about home invasions, home invaders from space. And the reason that we have Nick on is because something very interesting happened to Mr. Nick Uh, that we are going to get into in a strange case of synchronicities. As many of you might remember, Nick was on our Greys episode where we talked about uh, the Greys and um, to some extent Whitley Stryber's experience with them. And and Nick, you know, said that I think um, you had said that it had happened to you or it was a fear of hearing uh, your definitely ke- a fear. Yeah, uh, my yeah, if, that yeah, was you one of the stories. It. My uh, son had woken up one night and I just heard like little pity patties down the the hallway and saw the the shadow across and like terrified me to like my soul like <laughs> down this goes back this goes back even before that, right? Like you were afraid of aliens even before that had happened, correct? Yes, yeah. Which I as think is a, a totally rational thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I I remember as a kid I was I don't terrified. know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say not quite so I get a, just a general fear of aliens. Nick is the only person I know that's specifically afraid of the little greys. They're creepy little bastards. They're creepy, but I always like by I guess Jose, and maybe you can mm-hmm. uh, maybe back me up on this or not, is I always by the time I was growing up, the a, they were like cliche aliens. It was yeah, like Yeah, for sure. For you know, sure. like they um, weren't even really considered to me like serious like aliens. I always just thought like I that was like kind of so cartoony and definitely at this point. 
that I feel like that. Uh, but but I mean, I guess through the show, like the more that we've talked about them or like the, I've read little things, I'm like, okay, they're back to like creepy, but they still You've do. You made feel yourself cliche. afraid of them. Yeah. No, but for sure, because when I was a kid, I felt like it was right. It was like the resurgence of them. It was like you know, two thousand mid two thousands. Where like they were coming back and they were like creepy I again. T- I'm, but then I'm by two the time, years older than you. Yeah, but that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Is like at that time when we were kids, I feel like it, they were kind okay. of like it was a resurgence. But then by the time we got to like teenage adulthood, it was they were done. Like it was cliched. So um, I got into enough. this in my like mid-teens. So that's like the 90s, you know, when mm, this. Stuff yeah, so was that's right when I feel like that's right when they hitting were, TV yeah. and, and and multimedia and stuff like that. Internet hadn't quite hit yet, and just yeah, the God, the dark, uh, just the image of the Greys is terrifying. Mm-hmm. To I me. still think yeah, the like just the silhouetted like bulbous head and yeah, yeah, the eyes. Yep. Um, you think that's scary? You should see my penis. I have. Ooh. And it's frightening. Because yeah, it's got a bulbous here has. head and it's gray. And not by choice. Mason is very much like Louis C.K. I'll just leave it at that. No. <laughs> yep, here it comes. I stood up as a, as a I'm joke. I'm surprised was... you guys don't have a theme song for this. Like, Mason <laughs> for takes Mason. his penis out on the podcast. Do, 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 do. Mason's penis. Yeah. Listen, you want to re- listen? I said I'd record the podcast with you, but I'm not changing what I do on Monday nights, which is whip out his Winnie the Pooh around my house. Yeah. I like to chase Cheyenne around the house and go. Okay, okay, oh, your sex life is oh, yours. Bother. And yours. Oh bother! Oh <laughs> bother! I say, and she goes, "I hate you. I want to leave." And I go, "Oh bother!" They had slightly larger than normal looking heads. They had black eyes. Well, anyway, there's a specific reason, though, uh, why Nick is here. So we're going to be talking about home invaders from space. You know, people waking up to little spacemen <clears throat> in their homes. But before we get into those stories, I think normally I save it for the end, but I just am so intrigued to to hear Nick's tale that I think let's just start off with it. What do you think, Mason? I think that sounds great. I want to point out for our video listeners that you can tell Nick is a guest of the podcast and not a regular host by the meticulous background that I can tell he set up for this where he put his nice little plant there perfect. and he, he arranged it. And then you look at Jose and I's, which is just our shitty ass apartment. Yeah, it's just and, my yeah. room and you can barely see my X-Files poster, but you can't even see the UFO in it. Luck There's of the draw. This is where pile of this is where the plant right lives. There. If if you really focus, and I'm going to tilt it up so that they can't, you can see that I'm a little perv because I've got a roll of toilet see, paper yeah. on my nightstand. Wonder why that's there. I sneeze a lot. <laughs> you got a cold. I got a really bad cold. <laughs> How many of those are crumpled on the floor? If we pan down, yeah. just pan down, and the floor is covered by them. <laughs> it's just all. All it is. Every time it, Jose I will say walks, this. it sounds like um, there's cereal on the floor. <laughs> okay, Wait. so uh, it's it's got a couple ins, couple outs here. It's a little weird story. Um, it all started with one weekend. I came home on a Sunday with the kids and I. I kind of threw my backpack and um, and my camera on the end of my couch. So I've got a sectional, and at the end of the couch, it's got a little uh, kind of a sit spot. I don't know what they call it. You know where it doesn't have the back? It's kind of weird. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Okay, so I throw them there. And this is a theme to a lot of these weird happenings. As I look at them, I was like, "Eh, I probably shouldn't set that shit like that, but I do it anyway. So later that night, the backpack falls off the couch. Mm -hmm. And um, I joke to my son that, hey, we got a ghost. 
Uh-huh. Well, 20 minutes later, the camera falls off the couch. Uh-huh. And he looks at me and says, hey, we got a ghost. <laughs> got and a I'm ghost. like, yeah, we got a ghost. Uh-huh. So the intervening week, we have probably three more things like that. Like, we came home the next week, and there's a huge crash in the garage. As soon as we walk in, this is like 5 o'clock on a Sunday, mm-hmm. all of the shovels fell off of the wall downstairs. But... Th- uh-huh. In the spirit of the story, I did hang the shit on the wall in the garage. There is a, a, a through line here that Nick really puts a lot of shit half-assed in places mm-hmm. and thinks, oh, I shouldn't do that, and then I do it anyway. So, um, that happens. There's a lot of those things. This doesn't really have to do with the grays. This is more where we just thought, maybe we got a ghost somewhere in this house, you know right. what I mean? Maybe there's a spirit somewhere in the house. Well, this is where I start to get a little creeped out. <laughs> And start imagining things. I'm getting a little scared in my house. Mm-hmm. So I think the following week, my girlfriend and her kids show up. And Mel tells me that she felt like she was being watched all weekend. Is this so at your n- house or at her house? This is at my house. Okay. I told her that I told her there was a couple of weird things that happened in the house during the week. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's funny because I felt like I was being watched and I was creeped out the whole the whole time I was there. Mm. So now I'm getting a little creeped out myself. Right. Um, I think it was that That's night. That's the least then. comforting uh, thing is when someone <laughs> yeah. is like, no, you're not crazy. And you're like, oh, fuck. Right. Well, I'd been oh, kind God, of freaked I I out. Was just crazy. But I've been telling myself, like, you're just freaking yourself mm-hmm. out because you're reading more into this than, you know what I mean? Right. I do my normal thing <laughs> yeah. of yeah. like, well, here's the reason these things right. happen. I, exactly. Mm-hmm. I just turned on the heat, so that expanded the plastic and the shovels. The shovel fell right, off the right. wall. I didn't yeah. put it on there very well in the first place. Yeah. Um, so then we wake up Sunday morning, and Mel's like, you should ask Weston about what happened last night. No. And They're I'm like, like, no, I think I'm okay. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and he uh, proceeds to tell me. Well, she told me first and kind of primed me. He saw, like, two-foot little people running around the living room. And I'm instantly Whoa. like, fuck you, shut up, don't say anything else. I don't want to know you anything punched, about you it. You punched the kid, right? It's yeah, not even what funny I anyway, because all people All of them. I punched all feet. four kids. <laughs> You're going to get a knock at your door, and it's going to be CPS. <laughs> <laughs> so I think about this for a couple of hours, and then I'm like, I have to know you more. Need to, <laughs> I got to break up with my girlfriend. <laughs> You guys got to get the fuck out of my house. This is over. Don't bring your alien shit here. That was on you. I kicked them out. I started the house on fire. I burned it down. My kids had to go too, just in case they were, you know, uh, tainted. No. So I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, Mel already believes in all of this stuff. And she says, you know, she's had experiences like Mm -hmm. direct interactions with aliens before. And we've discussed it. I come from a more skeptical side than she does. So I'm like, okay, she's probably come into the situation and maybe could have planted things into his head. I don't know. I'll go talk to him about it. You think this family is constructing elaborate lies to gaslight you (laughs) into believing aliens. This is going to, by the way, this is going to do great for your relationship. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. She's going to, I want to listen to it too. I want to be very clear. Jose and I are not going to do anything to jeopardize your relationship with this fucking crazy person who believes in aliens. So don't worry about that in the slightest. 
Oh, she's already very much um, uh, understands where I uh, doesn't understand, but uh, is used to my bullshit on this. Right. So, it's like well, me and how Mace, does she um, understand? She's a functioning crazy. couple, like me and Mace. <laughs> Mel, so, I'm so sorry. I'm just doing a bit. <laughs> yeah, right. You're, you're going to take the brunt of this now. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I consulted her before this. I tried to get her to come on. I thought she would. She would definitely add a good, a good voice to this too. But anyway, she so I like, go to Weston. I, she was like, look. I'm crazy, but not enough to hop on a podcast crazy. And you were like, oh. Nope, nope. Complete opposite. She thinks I'm absolutely batshit because I have an explanation for why everything Mm. happened. So I go to Weston, and I'm just trying to question him in the most, you know, open way possible. (laughs) Out planting. Did you see a fucking gray? You know. That you tell thing. me. No. You tell me what it looked like with its little tiny bulgy but, eyes and big head. <laughs> but you're trying to not, you know. It's tough. Yeah, you're trying yeah, to. Well, I'm trying to approach especially it with, like, with, okay, with I have such to know. a topic like this because I think one of the things that you run into the most here is like you hear these stories of like people that did hypnotherapy, but the therapist mm-hmm. was like, "And how did the alien look?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, there was an alien, huh? Thank you for yeah, you know, it just was. How did it touch this, you? Well, it touched me. It did touch this me. This thing Thank you, you saw." Tell me when I'm about close with its head size. <laughs> out. Go out. Wrong. Go I'm out. Wrong. This yes. way. Okay. Good. Very good. That's interesting. <laughs> but, so, yeah. So, so continue, Nick. So I launch into this, you know, investigation with him at the breakfast table over bagels and cereal. He's um, got one lamp on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, so he he launches into I'm trying not I'm just like what did you see you know just uh, as as plain as I possibly can and he's like well there was two little people and I'm like what do you mean by little people mm-hmm. he's like I don't know two three foot tall and they were running around the living room and I'm like you know inside I'm screaming yeah just screaming inside <laughs> yeah. my head but I'm trying to just stay calm and like uh-huh uh, yeah and I'm like, you know, well, ask him another question. He'll probably be like, and they were green and they were leprechauns and they were eating cereal or something, you know, like it's going to go like, good. Oh, this you is can't go touch me, look at charms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so I'm like, can you describe what they look like? And he's like, yeah, um, they had kind of longish, like oval heads, oh. like tall mm. oval heads and these big white eyes or whatever. Mm, and okay. now I'm just like, I got to, I'm done. I'm done. Right. I got to go somewhere else. Because I'm pretty freaked out about it because I'm like, okay, well, that just confirmed everything. But I'm still like, you know, Weston, Weston sleepwalks. So I think when you are somebody that sleepwalks, that's like being in that state between awake and sleep, which a lot of times I've read articles about like people see things in those states. You know what I mean? If you're in like a half conscious, half asleep state. Um, you can start to see other entities or beings so that, you know, that's, that's where my brain goes right. on it okay. anyway. So that's kind of the story from Weston. He basically described what I would call the gray, but, um, that was his explanation of that. So the second part of that was later that week. Then Elliot, my youngest son comes to me, I think in the middle of the week, and says, hey, Dad, um, I heard a bunch of voices talking in my room last night. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, we got the You're drunk like, no, people didn't. that walk by. I hear people talking outside my window every night because they walk by drunk at 2 a.m. Right. 
But oh, um, we've had this conversation about my sleep or my 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 voice hallucinations right before I sleep too. It could yes. be that mm-hmm. Mason is <laughs> crazy. A, yeah. uh, and uh, I'm not crazy. I just hear audio no, so hallucinations. Apparently, right so apparently there is asleep. a thing that when. Um, in case the listeners don't remember, there's a thing that, you know, when most people are falling asleep, their brain does the, um, the like loose thoughts and then you jolt awake or whatever kind of thing, like the falling kind of thing, you know, you're kind of losing Uh. your thoughts for some people who are under, apparently we looked it up and it's like extreme (laughs) stress and anxiety. They will hear voices as they're falling asleep. So they'll hear my children. They'll hear like, you know, yeah. Little laughs or whatever, and Mason was telling me this. He's like, you know how everybody experiences that, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought it was a thing everybody experienced. And then we looked it up, and it was like people under extreme stress and anxiety. And then Mason was like, you just hear like, I just hear like, sometimes it's like family members, sometimes it's voices I don't recognize, and they say like, like little short phrases, or they say like names, or sometimes it's like just it's like quotes from movies. No, it's always just like. Hey, what's going on? Or, right. Whereas, like most people usually experience don't that shut as shut like the door. loose thoughts yeah. of like where you're like falling asleep yeah. and you're like, I should put the cheese in the block, and you're like, huh, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except you know, and if so you're under extreme stress, you hear it instead of thinking. Well, I've I, it happened nah. to me as a child too. So, the point is, I'm just saying yeah, that I'm too hard. Had credit. a very hard life, Mason, and I, I genuinely voices, mean that. You, you're very. You need a hug. Someone needs to hug you. I, don't touch me. I'm I I'm just saying to Nick's credit, this is a possibility that that, that <laughs> mm-hmm. there and you know fucking kids. I remember I would I would stare at the wallpaper. I had these bears wallpaper mm-hmm. in my room as a kid that I would if I stare at long enough I could see him do like these like this little weird move okay. dance thing. So, but obviously they didn't move. God damn it! I'm not t- saying no, that I'm fucking crazy. Fine, fine. I'm just Maybe saying that you know as a kid, no one is saying you can crazy. stare at them. You can stare at them long enough and then they look like they move. It's like a right, right. like an optic illusion yeah, thing. You so, know what I mean? Okay, so so far we've all done that. So so far. Nick, you've had stuff fall off, you know, like, yeah, at your I house. don't think they're under extreme you're, stress, you're, you know. I just oh, went to yeah, them right, very right. calmly, but I'm just summarizing because, because we interrupted you know, a lot, you're, so. you're probably fine, you're inside your cage, so what could get to you anyway? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> so, Listen, so Nick's, Nick's Nick. sitting him down and, like, I don't want to alarm you guys, but I think we might have some fucking aliens coming to suck our brains out of our eyeballs. And I'm, and I don't mean to freak you guys out. You're my boys. I love you. I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> and they're just like, okay, dad, sounds good. Okay. Okay. So, so far you had, yeah. Hey, I'm yeah. hearing voices. You had shit fall. You, your girlfriend <laughs> said she you crying, felt, dad. So you've had shit fall. Your girlfriend said she felt uneasy and felt like she was being watched. And then her kid told you, he saw things. He saw vit, like two to three foot tall visitors, long heads, white eyes, and then now your son yep. is telling you that he's heard voices. In his Correct. Bedroom. Yeah, okay. he Con- heard voices, continue. and I believe he said. I should have written this down because now it's becoming a string of like people right. saying things. Um, I believe he said he heard something inside their closet in their bedroom too, uh-huh. kind of rattling around, and I'm just like, oh, okay, sure. Wow. Okay. You know, so I kind of, I'm still brushing it off a little bit at this point. Um, so that piece happens, and I'm also feeling uneasy all week, but I just, I'm chalking this up to, I'm, I'm, I'm in my own, you know what I mean? I'm in my head now. I'm, I'm making myself scared. I wake up, you know, I'm an old man. I wake up three times a night to take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> or just, just because I just wake up. I don't know. That's what happens when you get mm-hmm. old. And, uh, not looking forward to it. I'm fucking terrified when I wake up now. Right. <laughs> like, I got, is... I got to pee, but I'm going to just sit here and hold it because I don't want to get out of bed. The blankets I will are say, safe. 
through this time period now at this point, he's told me about it, and all the time whenever I hear any of these stories, I'm like, actually, that's a real thing that happens during Alien. I'm, I'm giving him, because yeah. I know a lot of, I know a lot about uh, what happens yeah. when, and right. I'm so, the whole time he's telling me this, and I'm like, that's exactly what happens when this, when aliens do this thing. Yeah, and you're that, telling that makes me all this, sense. and I'm, yes. I don't, you know, for the audio listeners, you can't see my face, but with every little thing that Nick has been saying, I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, so he's so, so it's so a, a chicken the, and that, the egg thing, though, mm-hmm. right? So Nick is checking a lot of this. Uh, the Nick story here is checking a lot of alien invasion boxes. It, well, but w- I'm w- also what's... telling him what boxes he's about to fill out right before they get right. filled out too. So yeah, well, well it's about it, to go it, off it the, sounds... the chain here too. Right. So, so is that the, so? There's more. Yes. Okay. Continue. Continue. There's a key piece to it as well. So after the, the Elliot thing. I'm like, in my head, I don't tell anybody this. I'm just like, if anybody says anything about a fucking owl, I'm going to lose oh, my mind. No. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's been a thing, and I heard about yeah, that, and it yeah. freaks I mean, me out. And, like, the people see in, owls in and communion, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't think anything about it. I think a week goes by, not much happens. And um, my parents come up and stay. And in the morning, just offhandedly, I get out of bed, I come out, and my dad's walking down the hallway, and he's like, what's with the owl in the closet? And I'm screaming in my head, like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I just, I got up, every time I got up to take a pee, I just, there was an owl in the closet. And I'm like, (sighs) what? Okay, that doesn't make. Why would you not look in the fucking closet if you thought there was an owl? He's just in like, there, well, you know what I mean. Nick is an he's interesting just boy. Nonchalant. He keeps, oh, he keeps I just, there was an owl. Closet. And I'm like, okay, well, so when I stand at the door at night and I say goodnight, guys, love you, you know, and we do our little nightly routine. Little there dance. is like my house, my house creaks. Okay, the, like this the floor your... shifts all year long, and different spots will creak on and off. Right. And there is a thing where the the dresser wiggles and kind of goes like <laughs> you, you live like in a, a weird noise you live in a fun hogwarts house yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. house is well, creepy on its own it's okay it's not makes weird a hogwarts noises. house jose it's all science okay oh, this science. Is, this <laughs> is purely science you live in a fun Star special house. or weird correct yes. well this is my where my brain i have I, I lied when i said i started screaming i just started trying to answer like well why would you hear a mm, what are you talking right, about yeah. you know what i mean no, so i'm yeah. trying to explain that like Rational yeah when i stand at the door the mm. the dresser sh- does a little wiggle and it sometimes makes this weird squeaky sound or something and he's like no 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 it was an owl i saw it I saw it in the uh, it was uh, in the closet. I could hear it in the closet, but then I saw it, and I had um, this little. It came out of an art magazine, and it's this designed like snake skin kind of little. Remember those things in in grade school that you go like this and they open. Oh up yeah, back and the forth? little fortune yeah. teller things. Yeah. It was this art uh, magazine that I had. You cut it out, and you can make it into a little finger thing. It was yeah. on the top of the dresser, and my dad pointed that out you know and it's got two little peaks on top and two eyes on it and it looks like an owl kind of yeah he's like well i thought i saw an owl but it was just that thing (laughs) but in my that's the point when i'm screaming in my head because i'm like i just fucking i qualified this whole thing and said that if anybody comes to me with an owl story yeah right it's next level now i got to take it serious you know what i mean that so that was kind of the fascinating piece of it yeah so that's 
that's been the last thing. I mean, there's been a couple other weird things have fallen. Today, a, a Walmart basket came flying down the steps at me. So I don't know. I could have a couple of ghoul, a ghost, uh, some aliens. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm getting it hit in all is. sides by this. Now, the, the basket thing was pretty crazy. Didn't even scare me because I did set it on the steps and like, Nick, that fucker's going to fall down the stairs. God, I did. Okay. I did Classic point Nick. out to Nick. I did point out to Nick that parallel or par- parallel paranormal activity does like to center itself. So he may have a Skinwalker Ranch type scenario going on yes. where he's got aliens Multiple and ghosts. Visitors. He's got different entities. Yes. Okay. Wow. That is interesting. So, so that's over about three weeks, I think three, four weeks. Yeah. Week period. But um, again, this is from I mean, like, you know, the loose knowledge that we've acquired through this show that does sound very experts i'm gonna say our the our expert opinion our expert opinion. yeah there's at least one or two other things that have probably fallen off a shelf or fallen over in it the last is, couple of weeks that i don't even remember i just remember it something is falling. almost textbook like on how this sounds like when when uh the you know the grays uh take hold or, or take stake claim on a Pose- family possess? you know no because um, it's it's more like they're showing interest i to me infiltrate. i don't know it sounds like have you seen the movie dark skies nick yeah i think so Is it that almost the Mila jovovich it, movie no it's no, um no, 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 carrie no, russell was, no i haven't seen that oh, okay so we use a little bit of the snippet from it in in our opening but um it's a story about this family where the one of the young kids starts seeing and hearing things, and then little by little they discover that the family has been they're one of the families where the Greys have taken interest in them. I think that one goes a little bit crazy because then it's like, well, the Greys are systematically kidnapping kids all over the, and it's like, okay, uh, right. I think maybe it's, it's a movie, like a, so the maybe TV it's a show, right? Yeah, I think it's like a. At that point, it just became sort of a metaphor for what the Democrats do. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> nice, dude. Fucking uh, nice, dirty Lewis. <laughs> Let's go, Joe Rogan. Experience. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, uh, Jamie, can you pull up that uh, Pizzagate conspiracy again? <laughs> so, but but the, to me, it sounds very like that. Um, I hope it's just not that because grays are scary i don't know because the thing with these motherfuckers is like is if if you know and and i know that mason is less of a believer than i am but if they are interested in you what is the end game is it just to observe or is it to you know what i mean that's the question. That's what I'm here for you guys are the experts how do i what do i just i hope it's just garlic I don't know. I, told I don't you, know. They're gonna harvest to your semen, and it's gonna hurt a lot because they don't. Just... I've been just masturbating furiously every day to make sure that my nuts are just dry. They're but I will say, that's not a good idea. Don't do that. They're that's like a terrible raisins. Idea. If they're I not gonna you, get any I semen, would, Mason. If I were you, I would start jerking off into a cup and leaving a sample on the side of your bed and hope that they just take that and don't abduct well, you. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not just giving the shit away. I mean, they might find my No, my just give it away. Closet, if not, but... you're going to get your balls cored into by a fucking corkscrew, oh, and you man. don't want that. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So just give it to them. Give them so a little bit. So what are the answers? Like... What are, aren't you guys like the Ghostbusters here or something? You do a whole podcast. You're the professionals. What do I do? Um, I just told you, leave so, a cup of jizz out if like we're you would for Santa. Okay, genuinely, if we're going by movie logic, or, or at least, you know, <laughs> the material that we have logic, out logic. there from the lore from Okay, we're in, we're in alien territory, Nick. Logic, logic has been out the window for a fucking minute now. One okay? thing that you can do is make it... <laughs> harder for them 
to um, like fight back. I guess, but I don't know because they haven't gotta, done. Gotta, they haven't done anything except for visit and <laughs> knock shit over. Right? No you're one gonna has have been to home alone. To be uh, yeah, you're I didn't have get to home all alone the way. Your house. So there, you you're gonna have to set hard. up booby traps. That's the only <laughs> option. I mean, yeah, I feel like that'll make I'm them mad. I'm not kidding. Well, I told Nick he should set up cameras. Because one of the things and then that they say, they hate cameras. for instance, they in that don't, movie Dark Sky. No, yeah, they do. This is a full-on fact. Yeah, and this they is don't the thing like where, because be sometimes captured. I'm sarcastic and sometimes I'm not. The jizz cup was a joke. This is that a serious thing. They don't like They don't like cameras. And I told Nick this, set up a camera. And if the cameras glitch out and miss a large period of time, it's fucking proof they that you have aliens. The and if they don't, and if aliens show up, it's proof that you have aliens. The only thing that proves you don't have aliens is if nothing happens and it just records your house the entire night right. with zero incident. That's one true. Of the thing, there's one of two things. You can make it harder for them to want your family, to be interested in your family. And I guess by that, Stop you being can, so goddamn cute. No, I guess yeah, it's like up you a just little fight like back yeah. and make it. But which, you know, cameras is one thing. Yeah. I don't know home security system, anything that'll make it harder for them to come in and out without Motion lights, detection. Flood, the, yeah. the, the floodlights that turn on when movement. These are all fucking real things, Nick. I don't, another thing I don't is, appreciate another thing your... Is. No, no, hold on. We have to address the fact that he's laughing at us. Jose, you're being... You are giving him legitimate I ideas on how to handle this. this, and he's fucking sitting here laughing in our fucking faces, and, and I don't if, appreciate if it. I'm laughing is, out of desperation. I came to you guys for if, the answers. If anyone this is, is listening out there that does have the answers, please email in and, and we can send them your way to Nick. <laughs> it's a but, legitimate Yeah, thing. I know. I'm yeah, joking. So, so I'm joking. Do that, I appreciate right? it. Making it harder for them to come into the home is one thing that I, from what I've read, makes sense to me. Because <laughs> Unless you make them angry. But but even then, you're. I I think ultimately they, they try to, op- except for all the motherfuckers that captured on video, but they try to operate, you know, with under with discretion. Another thing, get, that you, you do, you another thing that you can do, another thing that you can do that I recommend to people mostly for all this is my blanket thing for the paranormal is there's a theory out there that when you pay attention to within the the supernatural paranormal field that when you pay attention to something it gives it reason to latch on it's like a toxic e-boy you know it's when like you a tulpa yes uh similar yeah yeah i mean a tulpa You're comes feeding a, a, a tulpa well, comes a mental into thing fr- when a lot of people give thought but yeah it is pretty much that it's kind of like they feed off of your attention basically, right basically but it's like a s- instagram influencer yes so if we stopped so, looking they wouldn't exist exactly so there's what i tell people is who are genuinely afraid of like a ghost or whatever i tell them well if you don't pay attention to it if you ignore it if you don't try to set up cameras or whatever you know you can or like try to communicate with it you're not giving it the energy it wants. You're not giving it the attention it wants, and it can go away. You know, so, so maybe I would say for the next couple of weeks, ignore it. Don't talk about it with your kids. Um, so here's or your options: you go full on aggressive, and yeah, you set up lights, you set up cameras, you set up home alone booby traps. To simplify this for our listeners and for you, Nick, look at it really, really hard and try to catch it on camera. Or pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah. Are the solutions you know? to your problem. Um, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Yeah, I wish That'll we could be... get Mel. Uh, we might have to do a follow-up or something and get her perspective I on def- it. We're definitely going to do a follow-up because I want to see where this is happening. For once, we have a cash grab you... here, which is our friend's <laughs> right. poor deterioration of our friend's mental state. But it gives us content. <laughs> what are you going to well, do about it? Well, it got really question. bad. 
it got really bad where I was like freaked out every night. I'd have to get up, and, you know, take a leak or something like that. I'd be terrified. In the last week, it's kind of come around to where it's like, okay, I'm I'm good again. You know, I haven't been. Mm-hmm. I used to be freaked out by the dark. You know, when I was younger, and it's like, uh, oh my god, this this. I, I've literally thought about it, like how it's not even a thing anymore. I can just mm-hmm. walk through the house in the dark or outside in the dark, and it's like I'm not afraid. You know what I mean? As you get older, you're just like not afraid of of not knowing what's out there, but. A young Frenchman photographed this flying saucer, or is it, from a mountainside in central France? Okay, so, uh, go ahead, Nick. Alright, so, um, Mel, my girlfriend, we've been together going on a year. She kind of approaches this from more of a positive angle. She thinks that, you know, the situation is what you make it. She's constantly warning me not to freak out and not to be scared and, you know, to greet them on my own terms and stuff like that. I'm much more of a uh, science and evidence guy, so I'm like, woo, yo, meet the aliens on their terms. These motherfuckers are coming for war. But, uh, no, 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 anyway... Go ahead. This this is a real thing with Nick, too, and I, I maintain this. Nick has a fucking thing with dogs. Where Nick is terrified of dogs, right? You don't like dogs? Well, only Zuko, because they there. constantly, like, well, I walk constantly. I, I walk around this town more than anybody in this town walks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get ten to 15,000 steps a day. And Nick, so, and I go for, Nick and I will go for walks together sometimes. I've been, go on walks. Iowa again. Oh, I've been, and, like, life or death affronted by dogs he constantly like half is a telling me times. these stories about, like, he's like, dude, I have to carry a knife because I get attacked. Dogs fucking come up to me, and they look like they're going to rip my throat out, and they're barking and growling at me. My dog will do like, that, but he's, like, three feet. I'm like, that's, like, and I'm like, that's not a thing. So he's that's dying. not a thing that exists. I've walked with you however many fucking times. <laughs> Maybe one time a dog has even barked at us. No, that's much not true. Less the one ju- dog... Uh, one time a dog jumped at you and kind of uh, bit at your hand or whatever, got like uh, it's oh, nasty true. That, dog mouth yeah. shit all over you, and it you were kind of like, it, mm, but you didn't want to say did, anything because it disproves this whole theory you're working it just, on. It just no, it was a border collie that nose booped me. That's all that. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's all that happened so, is a so, border so, collie so your nose girlfriend, boost, Nick. booped me. That's yes. So no, okay, let me get back to my point. The no, point go ahead, is, go ahead. Nick comes out against dogs he's got this fucking i'm gonna stab a dog mentality and it makes dogs attack him oh, whereas nick, i'm like dude if you out, just if you just if you that just is relax, crazy that your dog just jumped into camera it's like i just keep he's telling him i'm like dude too. if you dogs pick up on vibes right look at him look at that See, fucking mel dogs. would say that i'm ignoring the signs that you were talking about the damn dogs having to do it have yes. a thing with this and a, a dog jumps in the camera but nick nick has a bad vibe at dogs and dogs they can pick up on that and mm-hmm. they they're violent towards nick because of it and i tell them if I'm, you just relax they won't be buzzed they won't bark at you okay. and they won't attack you but you mentioned they won't. okay so your girlfriend says that there's positive that it's a positive energy to it right which, yes. Well, she has one. Nick has is, is like these motherfuckers are coming into my house. I will and I'm gonna say kill this, them. Nick. You might want yeah. to read reread Communion by Whitley Stryber because mm, he makes the true. same argument in it as well. That throughout his visitations, yes. he felt more that it was positive rather than negative, and it was more like they were trying to share something with him, a message, mm-hmm. rather right. than cause harm. And I do think, for the most part, th- I do believe that. For the most part, they are positive. It's just, it feels negative to us because, again, I think to them, we are cattle because we are light years be- behind them. So right. to, to them, they, we are monkeys to them. You know what we do to monkeys in a, in a lab? 
we still like monkeys and we pet monkeys and we think, oh, little monkey. But we're also you like pet monkeys. I've told you to stop doing. No, this. Stop I'm fucking terrified monkeys. of monkeys. Genuinely. Yeah, they'll they rip s- your goddamn face off. I they will do kill not you. fuck with monkeys. Which actually is a good point because if these greys come anywhere near near N- Nick, he's gonna fucking stab right. one of them. Well, anyway, but you should reread it because I think you will find. I think you will find that maybe both of you should read it because I think you'll find that that there are you both might click with it uh, with his story and maybe find some solace in it. Some yeah, I enjoyed his story. He kind of came at it more of it, like the same way that I kind of do. So you know, yeah, baseline, he, he, I, I was gonna say see, he I was very had... much like no, it's not aliens, can't be aliens. You are right. you are just like him, Nick. Same but... person. <laughs> just like him now he was you know he had actual experiences where mm-hmm. i'm just like i've had i've had zero i've had right. nothing so i'm just kind of so but you mentioned though that your girlfriend uh she did she might have an explanation um or did a tarot card explanation reading? but oh yes um Yes, so I had her, I talked to her right before we started doing the thing, just kind of a little research, wanting to talk and and make sure, you know, I was recounting events and everything. She's very much in a tarot, mm-hmm. and I it's told sick. her I like to it a lot. pull a card on it. So the first card she pulled was the Two of Swords that um, symbolizes blindness, stalemate, mm-hmm. unwillingness to see the truth, Divided loyalty. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. And then she pulled two support cards that... Uh, the two support cards didn't add up to a whole lot. The Three of Pinnacles reversed, and the Queen of Swords, which the Pinnacles was a lack of clear goals, and the Queen of Swords is supportive, empathetic, and protective. Is kind Probably of means that the aliens are just curious little uh, little pranksters say, yeah, who are coming around just doing mischief looking around, and um, that they have an overall positive message. And, um, and maybe their goal is not clear oh, no, to you just... or even to themselves. Yeah. Well, Mel, I think she doesn't ever want to like read into anything. She wants me to read into it, but I, what I got the feeling of Well, we just was... did it for you. <laughs> We just yeah, did it. Right. Yeah, I don't. You don't have to do that because we did it for you. That's she what we're here leaning, for. Uh, towards the lack of clear goals was probably hinting at the fact that I did. You know, I called her. I'm like, "Hey, pull a card real fast. Which one of these cards means I have aliens or something?" And she's like, "They don't." She's work. like, "Well, the alien stupid. card might yeah, point to obviously." That. But um, so she she thought that maybe she didn't really say any of that. I just kind of read that that maybe maybe it's my lack of a clear goal of pulling the card. But then the first card seems. pretty pretty get pretty damn clear right you know what's very interesting to me and this is just a more of a personal note on you is that you read yeah. that that's how mel wanted you to read it as opposed to just reading the card like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you had to put yeah. you're such a you're such an anti-magic kind of guy that you had to be like well the card didn't say that mel said that and i read her from her facial her overall attitude about what the car said instead of just being like the card meant this like you couldn't make that well, direct thing I'm I'm new to uh, tarot cards. She pulled some for me on the last uh, full moon, which was a couple days ago. Right. Yeah. And it was actually interesting and helpful. And I mean, it was it was like all really. I don't know. Well, Again, she Nick. would argue with me that cards aren't good or bad, but it seemed like right. it was yeah. pretty awesome cards. But well, Nick, it to make you feel better. Yeah. I've got four other stories of people being <laughs> oh, yeah. visited. You guys in, are just rocking me to sleep tonight. In their home by little little spacemen. So okay. I'm going to get into them. All right? 
I'm going to share Let's this with you guys. So this one comes, I think they actually all come from Reddit, various different subreddits that I found. So you know they're trustworthy. That's true. Yeah. Um, if this one, anything, we know they're real. So this one comes from Mr. Throwaway 999. So basically, um, he's had all these happenings happen to him since uh, age six through his mid-30s. His first encounter you happened. Cherry pick, uh, you didn't just cherry pick stories that, that coincide with mine, did you? Because I'm going to turn this shit off right now. Of course nope. not. How would he <laughs> Nick, let me ask you this question. How would he he didn't know your story until you came on this podcast and just told it. So how would yeah, he how be able I, to do that? I'm assuming you filled him in, Mason, but nope. hadn't heard about it. I didn't Never. think that far into that. Crazy theory. coincidence right now. Alright, alright, so, go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. So Hi, my name is Nick Harris. <laughs> no! <laughs> so no! so Mr. Throwaway, he from from a young age to his mid thirties, he's had these sort of uh strange encounters. Oh, Nick just left. <laughs> oh, fuck. He just left. He just got up and left in the middle of it. He didn't even say and anything. He... Alien invasion problem? Send in the Marines! So Mr. Throwaway, from, from an early age to his mid-30s, he's had these encounters. His first one happened around age six. Uh, and he wakes up one night uh, to what he, what he says you would call a gray in the shared bedroom with his two siblings. And they just completely slept, slept through it. Nick's so, kids... Share share bedroom. Just gonna so throw that out there. He says he says when he wakes up, he startles the creature, and it sort of glides slash runs down the hallway, and it ran through his parents' bedroom door. So it didn't open the door; it just sort of phased through it. So kind of like a ghost. So he gets up, he opens the door, and it wasn't in the room. Right? It's it's completely gone. Nobody uh, else know like saw this. Nobody else was awoken by it. And then he continues to have encounters in the years to follow. Uh, he never like talked about it publicly, obviously because of fear of ridicule. Ridicule, uh, but then in his teenage years, um, nothing kind of specific happens. But the next specific memories he has are around age 25, when he moves into this third floor apartment, uh, and he hears the sound of tiny shuffling feet coming down the hallway, and then being completely unable to move. So he's kind of in a sleep paralysis kind of situation. So he says that they then come into his room and they surround his bed. And it's about four or five smaller grays and then one or two taller ones uh, who seem to be directing the operation, which, throwback to our grays episode, we know that the smaller grays are sort of the grunts and the tall grays are the masters, you know? The opposite of humans. Yeah. Or the short ones are the smart, are the geniuses. Are the short and the, kings. And the know, big ones are, are the, the stupid are idiots. The, are the stupid dumb ones. So... There was no verbal interaction between them, but they all made sort of this clicking noise, which he assumed was them speaking to each other. Uh, he says that they would go on to touch a metal rod to his shoulder, and then he would black out. And then he would wake up about eight to ten hours later. So sometimes That's even a whole day. That's what I've been terrified day. at night at, uh, with is, is, is the, the gray with the little metal the, thing chasing the, yeah. me down. That's what I visualize in my head as I'm terrified <laughs> running from the uh, bathroom what's that back to my yank, bed. What's that Yankety Sax is playing while, while Nick is getting chased around? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I don't oh, the Benny Hill, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. and there he, it's a hallway of just doors and Nick goes in one but comes out <laughs> the one comes at the in, end they run, one time yeah, they run they're, into, they're each run into each other or they back a into real each horror other movie, yeah, yeah. Of just that thing running with this little thing trying to poke me with it or something the, I, I think, think the strangest I think that is, is, is uh, featured prominently in the, the Whitley Schreiber movie or whatever yes, I that think I watched so, yeah, a million yeah. times as a kid or whatever so 
He says that the strangest thing that ever happened to him, though, was after one of these visitations, he woke up locked outside of his back porch in his underwear at two in the morning. No memory of what had happened during that time. Nick, I was going to bring this up. Are there chances that you have repressed memories from a child of uh, interactions with Grace? No. Um, I mean, is there possible? Yes, because they'd be repressed. Okay, well, so that's all we need to hear then. I'm I'm going to stop you right there. It is possible. Let's move on then. Great. That sounds great. I am already signing a book deal. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, I just don't have any weird memories. Like, I mean, I I thought over this many times because I was really into this stuff in my younger years. And I don't have I don't have any weird memories. You know what I mean? And I haven't I don't have any weird unexplained things now, you know. Mel would say that's because I don't open my mind to it and I try to like describe everything off with science and reasoning or something is like it, that, you know what I mean? But The headline of that, by the way, is Nick Harris, quote, it's possible I have repressed alien inter- interactions. <laughs> Move on. Um, so this next story comes to us from UFO Probe. Nice. Um, and he starts it off by saying that he has definitely been abducted. Mm-hmm. Up until, no doubt. Up until he was around 17, and it happened quite frequently. Uh, Several se- times he kept that, getting abducted. It seemed that every night, for a period of time, uh, he would be visited what by what most of us know as grays. And the first memory he has was in the first grade, when he woke up, turned over, and there right next to his bed was one standing just staring at him, which I think is the fucking worst thing you can wake up to. You know what I mean? If just a little gray leathery man with black eyes if i were a gray i'd do like i'd be like a bugs bunny gray where i would like be like laying in the bed like this with yeah. like a, maybe like a cigarette and i'd yeah. be like what's up you know i just think that'd be cute and kind of fun and then nick he describes it as being two to three feet tall yeah. uh shorter than he was at the time he says it was wearing a v-neck sort of silky looking black shirt with a silver trim around yeah. the v-neck and there was also a V-looking symbol on the right chest of the shirt. Nice. Uh, and then as soon as he looked at it, he blacked out, and it seemed that seconds later uh, his mom was waking up for school. So m- most likely he, he blacked out for a couple of hours. And also if um, you see a gray, don't look at it, its logos. Yeah, that, that don't gray look was at the logos. Victor. That's thus the V. I just figured it was from the TV show V. Starring Mark Singer, the the Beastmaster from the 80s. I think they remade it in the 2000s, too. But, you know, just saying, he could have watched one of those shows. I don't know. Man, the um, one guy who knows what that thing that you just described is, is going to love that reference. <laughs> the one guy from the 80s who remembers the TV show V, and he's, he's going to be and like, he's one nice. of our listeners from fucking Sweden. He's like, oh, I like Nick character. No, your listeners are awesome. They're all going to know that reference. Yes. Yes, they are. They are awesome. Yeah, for sure. What they are it? awesome. What makes it? <laughs> no, they are awesome. I just feel like okay, it's. With, I'd, I'd be surprised if our listeners knew the reference and Jose, the, listened to Jose and I, who don't know the reference, and we're like, <laughs> we get that reference. Neither of you though. know the V reference? Okay. <sighs> Let's not get sidetracked on that. V for um, Vendetta? One part, I, know that. I know V for Vendetta. Are the little greys kind of playful sometimes? I thought I'd seen Yeah, that they're like childlike day, and mischievous. But... That's what I was, okay. that's what I was saying. I, yeah, yeah I, I think I skipped over the part, too, where Weston had said they were kind of banging around the living room. And he said he knew it was real because he reached out and touched one of them. 
And then after a while, you he fucking left that key detail. Yeah, I sorry, I just slipped my mind. And then he waved him away. He said, "Eventually, I just waved him away, and they ran off." You know, when the, you get tired of playing with your friends, asleep. and you're like, "Yeah, eh, shoo." Yeah, I mean that's where the childish part yeah. comes in. I'm like, okay, come on, you just uh, waved him away. They also I kind of know. sound like something else. You ever heard of a duende? It's no. A, a, a Do I want Latin to American know lore? About a duende. Okay. Uh, let's. It's a Latin American uh, folk uh, lore. Um, pretty much anyone you'll meet from a Latin American country will know what they are. They're basically like sprites or little fairies, sort of goblin kind of creatures, where they ex- their whole existence seems to be mischief, and they often interact okay. with kids, knocking shit down, playing with kids, tugging like annoying kids, upsetting them, um, and they kind of just like to hang out. Like I'm. I'm 95% certain as a kid I encountered them. Um, I've I had, like these I've, guys. There's no anal probing. They well, sometimes they like to kidnap like, oh, children. I'm going to push the wall. Ah, fuck. Sometimes, though. Not we a lot close. of the times. We they never close. kidnapped me, So, but I must have just not to been make the sure, one. <laughs> just to make sure we cover all our bases, you didn't happen to wake up the next morning and notice that like some of your shoes got repaired or like... <laughs> Various little holes in the wall may have gotten patched, like, like, or like your your clothes got tailored. Like that, none of that happened, right? Like they're Next, not like, like little now helpers. that you mentioned not, it. No, I, that'd be awesome though if they could fix my shoes. Like your plants got watered, or they they sort of Another more like sidebar. kill your dog kind of stuff. Another sidebar. Now that you brought it up, when I go to Mel's house last weekend, she's like, "I was terrified last night. I just snapped a few pictures of the dark." And then I turned up all of the settings on on these pictures, and here's what I got. And like you know, so in the I look at the picture, I'm like, yeah, that's that's what a fucking camera does when you take a picture of a dark corner, and then jack all of the settings up. It's just a big blob. But she's like, the one she was most concerned about was you know normal blob of shit and one, but in the corner there's a little bright spot and a tail on it or whatever. Which made me think of this sprite thing you're talking about now. Mm. Mm. And she's like, what was that? She's like, it's a completely dark corner, but I'm, you know, being a camera guy, I mean, I'm a professional videographer, so I'm like, well, obviously that could have been a glint of moonlight off the wall. Right. And then you just jacked the settings up on it. Yeah. And your can't, you know, the camera takes a second to expose. So as your hands moving, it just made the trail behind. Right. It. But yeah. Send anyway. it in and we'll put it in the video. Okay. Yeah. Want. There's yeah. a couple of the interesting ones. I'll give it that. But okay. Well, anyway. we got, also, sorry. Sidebar. Yeah. We got could also be an alien. Could be an alien. <laughs> It could be. It could be. I just want you to know it could be. Uh, so so we got another one. This one uh, comes from Captain Cool, but it's spelled K-U-H-L. Uh, and and um, he says he's not 50-50 on whether or not this happened. But uh, one Valentine's Day, uh, him and his girlfriend were, they used to live about three hours apart from each other. So he rarely got to see her. And then one weekend on Valentine's weekend, they plan on getting a hotel room to spend the weekend, you know. The usual horny college kid stuff. And uh, everything is going good. And they go to bed around 11. And in the middle of the night, he's not sure when because the alarm clock wasn't lit up. He wakes up to a, a gray bluish light coming in the window. Sort of like what you'd see on an overcast like fall day. The thing is, it's barely coming in the window. And the hotel room is still pretty dark. So he's like, that's weird. And the next thing, the door slowly opens the hotel room door opens it's he says it sort of smoothly swung open and then there was a single glowing light 
coming from the hallway, which also seems strange to him because, you know, hotels keep their lights on like 24-7. So he turned... I don't know if you can see my goose pimples here, but... Yeah. So as this is happening, his girlfriend begins screaming. And he, for some reason, finds himself inexplicably pissed off like he's never been before like he's hearing his own heartbeat he's his fists are bald like like he was gonna jump whatever came into the room right so because his girlfriend's fucking screaming so in he, bed. he you feels, ever been in bed and someone starts screaming shut up you know <laughs> he feels that something was gonna come into the room and then he wakes up before he sees it and the next morning he asks his girlfriend how she slept she said she was fine uh and so he's like okay so then it was a dream but he feels that it was way too real. It felt too real for it to be in his imagination. And he says that he'd seen weird shit in the sky before, but never really dwelled on it. But now that he thinks about it, he doesn't think it was just in his head. Um, and the, the thing that's interesting to me about that story is the inexplicable anger. Because in Communion, Stryber talks about, uh, again, like a mix of emotions happening when they're around. Uh, whether it be like inexplicably finding yourself sad or inexplicably finding yourself happy or angry. So horny or horny. There are some people who say they are horny when they see them like inexplicably. Those people are weird and watch out for them. Aliens, alien culture is you can just whatever the wildest thing you could make up as a joke is. will be like, yes, that's also part of it. And then finally, our last one comes from seeker four, six, nine also from Reddit. And he says that, as a kid in the 80s, he would spend a lot of uh, – he was spending one night at his aunt and uncle's house, which was in the sticks in Tennessee. So he's sleeping on the couch. He wakes up because this bright light is coming through the kitchen window, and, and it's pouring into the living room. So he's sort of looking towards the light, which is you know white, and it's flickering slightly. And after about 10 minutes of, of, of staring, he turns his head as it was keeping him awake. After a few minutes, he turns back towards the light and was about to go sleep on the love seat, which would be facing away from it. And when he turns, he sees a tall, dark figure standing between himself and the light. And he sort of freezes and he can't, he can't move or scream and it starts approaching him. It reaches out and it starts tapping on his forehead with what he says felt like a nail or, or something pointy. And he says it goes on for a couple minutes until he falls asleep or was put to sleep. And then he wakes up the next morning and he's like, wow, that was crazy. Goes into the bathroom and he has a fucking red spot on his forehead with his skin being broken, but no blood. Um, so. Spooky. Spooky indeed. He got, he, so got I a think, pink be- he got a pink belly, but on his forehead. I think that those will make you feel better, Nick. <laughs> yeah, those are all just going to help me snooze right through the night. So, Nick. Yeah. How do you feel now going forward? What do you um give us a little bit of your mindset? Are what's you scared I want to know what moving? your plan is. Yeah, what are, are you, you doing the camera? Are you going cameras or completely ignoring it? You know, I we do We're going to check up on walk up and do neither. <laughs> I probably won't do a whole lot because at the end of the day I rationalize all of this right. stuff is just, you know, kids hear shit in the middle of the night. I wake up and hear drunks walking by the house all the time, but but if you still I'm wake up and are like, afraid, you're feeding it. Yeah, but that that's kind of gone away. It was kind of I'll probably wake up afraid tonight just because the fucking you know Jose is telling me these the spooky stories about people getting abducted by aliens. But you know, I I I 
I think my next steps here are just to see, I don't know, I hate to say that, like, well, if another person says something, because I already did that with the owl thing, and my dad came out and said the owl thing. I don't have a plan, guys. Let's let's just go to there. I don't, I don't really totally know. That's totally, I mean, we'll definitely be, be checking. by aliens, but. We'll definitely check up with you again to see. Yes. Hopefully I, that this that this stopped or if it continued, but yeah, I think for right now it seems like a, a log. I'm gonna start. Yes, writing that's stuff a down, yeah, that's a mean? good idea. Yeah, so it's like a sort of out. captain's a sort of captain's log. And this is just a plug for our spinoff series where it's just Nick rambling Nap into down. a microphone. <laughs> it's just me talking about not being able to sleep all He's night. Like, you guys remember that show V? Do you guys remember <laughs> V? <laughs> Yeah, so there was a cartoon in the that. 80s called Mask, and it was just like G.I. Joe, but it wasn't G.I. Joe, and nobody remembers Mask but me. And That's a I real thing that he complains about. And this was, hat that I'm was, wearing, and I bought he, it um, in the middle of the night. It's going to make a terrible 300 episodes, but it's going to make one great super episode when we just edit it so it starts at the beginning and just do the highlights of you fucking losing your mind. When Mason told oh, yeah, me the can story, I, I will say... I was like, oh, you've got to be shitting me. Out of all the people, it had to be Nick. The guy who's like, I, I, my son woke up when I heard the pitter-patter of his feet, and I was like, oh, fuck, are they here for me? All right. It's fine. Yeah, can happened. I read? So this, was, this happened last episode we were recording. Can I just read the text that I get while we are recording the episode? Yeah. So we're, we're recording, and I, I get a text from Nick that says, so Mel and the kids stayed on Thursday night this weekend. Wesson said that he woke up in the night to two or three little people running around living in the living room. He knows it was real because he reached out and touched them, then waved them away and they ran back to the kitchen. Emojis. I casually, parentheses, careful not to bias the response, asked him what they looked like. Dot, dot, dot. He says tall oval heads with big white eyes. I was like, and it's it just, it was... I was it so is interesting happy at that he would describe them so as good. wide eyes instead of the traditional black eyes. Perhaps you're. It happened. Well, that's true too. So uh, who knows? Yeah, but <laughs> that I do. It's like two days earlier. Mason, Could be Nordic I Immediately wanted to send it to you, and I was like, "I'm fucking crazy. I'm not sending this to you." And then, like two days later, I'm like, "I have to send this to you." Yeah, because we were we finished a recording, and then Mason was like, "We have to talk about this next time." <laughs> And here we are. Well, thank you, Nick, for well, coming on and sharing. We'll be checking yeah, in with no you problem. to see what continues to occur, and maybe we'll have Mel on, and she can. Uh, it'd be worth it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it'd be worth listening to. She'd have a whole different take on it from me. So. Okay. Well, thank you, Nick, for joining us. Thank you, Mason, and thank you everybody for listening. We will catch you next week with our return of the Urban Legend series. Of uh, Unsolved US, I think is what our series was called. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back, Hell baby. Yeah. Back to back the to thing roots. that brought us attention. Also, the, uh, if you haven't the... listened to the Zach Bowen and Eddie Hall episode, go give it a listen. It was a lot of work and it was yeah, a good Yeah, if you want episode. to take a break from crazy ramblings about monsters and aliens and want to be sad about re- the harsh reality of the way our um, army uh, treats their veterans... That'd be good. That's great. It's great. Yeah. It's like just, trash. It's just so, <laughs> so sad. PTSD is a real thing and it can cause real problems. But anyway, yeah. Thank you, Nick. And um, we no will problem. catch thanks you next time. Guys. Thank you, everybody, for yeah, listening. Thanks for telling the story about the little tiny aliens, Nick. That was super fun. 
Well, well uh, stay safe, everyone, and uh, wear your tinfoil hats and whatever if other... If you have PTSD, go to therapy about it. Go to it. therapy. Everyone should just go to therapy in general. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, we should. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.